Welcome back to the 12 Days of Magical Self-Care. Today, day four, I want us to focus on becoming present. Yesterday, we started to explore the importance of becoming present. We talked about how to become present. It was essential that you feel safe and we focused on feeling safe in your own home. Today, I want to talk about becoming present and feeling safe in your own body. Because when we feel safe, we can become present, present to our body, present to our needs. Being present means that you are full of your own energy and needs. It means being whole, a whole person, not just a shell of yourself. As I mentioned yesterday, this presence, this wholeness is where your power lies. The power to prioritise yourself, to say yes and no with confidence, to say what you mean and ask for what you want. Presence allows you to make the right choices for you. Presence allows you to become more of yourself. And the world is a richer, more beautiful place when you and all of the 7.9 billion people that we share the world with can show up in their fullness. Presence requires that you accept and even celebrate who you are, all that you are, free from judgments and expectations. It's about accepting who you are, who you were and who you're becoming. And being able to stay present, centred and grounded in your truth every day is something that needs your conscious attention. I'm sure you've encountered people that just have that something about them. They walk into a room and you're drawn to them. They might not be the most beautiful or attractive person, but there's something about them that holds your attention. That's presence. Presence brings with it a magnetism that radiates from a person that is happy in their own skin, confident in who they are. It doesn't mean they're perfect, never fail or don't occasionally doubt themselves, but they are grounded in themselves, knowing their strengths and supporting themselves in all areas of their life. Perhaps you've had a conversation with someone who is really present. It's a beautiful thing to know that person is completely present and really hears you rather than having a conversation with someone who is distracted, trying to talk over you, finish your sentences or who has already moved on and they're just there physically. It's easy not to be present. With more and more pressures on your time, your energy and your resources, growing to-do lists and the expectations of those around you, the more productive you try and become, the better you try and manage your time, the more you seem to be expected to do. Fretting about past actions, worrying about what the future holds, wondering how you can fit it all in without making the mistakes of the past – leaves us living in the past or leaning into the future, neither of which gives us presence. To become present requires that you are full of your own essence, your own energy, your thoughts, your dreams, your values and desire. It really is, as one of my favourite phrases goes, it's about becoming full of yourself. Now here in the UK, saying that someone is full of themselves would usually be a criticism. But I have a very different take on the matter. As far as I'm concerned, you need to be full of yourself. Now, when you hear that, you might find yourself reacting and judging me. Of course you might, because regardless of where you live, you're probably been encouraged to stay small from the time you were a young child. On top of this, depending on where you grew up, you might have been told not to get too big for your boots here in the UK, not to act above your station in Ireland. Not to get too big for your britches in the US and not to be the tall poppy in Australia and New Zealand. No doubt every country has some kind of similar saying that encourages people to play small or stay small, but to be accommodating and selfless. 
So selfless, I really hate that phrase. People say it as if it's some kind of virtue, but really why on earth would you celebrate not having a self? Surely it's the very act of being yourself, full of yourself, your whole self, that makes you the incredible person that you are, the potential that you can be. How can you be fully self-expressed and express that full potential if you have no self to express? We can often celebrate the people, often women, who are so selfless. The ones who can be relied on to help out at the schools, ferrying children around to friends, clubs or sports matches, baking cakes for the bake sale, looking after ageing parents, checking in on the neighbours, always being there when a friend needs them and, of course, you know, working a full-time job. Yes, they are selfless. They're in fact so selfless that they've forgotten that they have their own needs. They've lost their boundaries and can no longer say no or feel guilty for saying no. The person is celebrated for being selfless when in fact they're exhausted and disconnected from any desire they have for themselves and they just try and make it through the day without losing their shit. Now, being full of yourself doesn't mean that you become horrible, narcissistic, who never cares about anyone else. Nor does it mean that you think you're the only one who deserves to have their needs met. But it does mean that you become discerning about meeting your own needs and about how you choose your time and how you choose to use your time, your energy and your resources. Being full of your own energy also means that you get used to prioritising your own needs over the expectations and comfort of other people. Of course, sometimes you'll compromise. Sometimes you will put others first, but you'll do it and you'll do it consciously. And it will be your choice as an exception rather than the expectation. Another reason to be full of yourself is that if you're not full of yourself, of your own hopes and your own dreams, you leave an empty space in your energetic body. And since nature abhors a vacuum, that space is where other people's energetic judgments and expectations will slip in. So I've been a kinesiologist for over 20 years and I've worked with thousands of women over that time. And I've noticed that women who try and be selfless almost never believe in or trust themselves. How can they when they're trying so hard not to have a self to believe in or trust? With that loss of belief comes disconnection from their dreams, desires and inner power. This then muddies the water of what they want from themselves. Their vision for their ideal life is blurred by everyone else's energy and desires. So even if it doesn't feel comfortable right now, you need to give yourself permission to become full of yourself. Give yourself permission to take up space with all of you, your thoughts, your feelings, your dreams, your desires and your physicality. Of course, you probably won't become full of yourself overnight, but you might gradually start to notice the places where you aren't full of your own hopes, dreams and desires. And that's a powerful start. So to start to become full of yourself, I want, this might sound really easy, but I want you to focus on your senses. Your senses demand that you are in your body to experience them. Right now, notice what can you see around you? What can you hear? What can you feel? What can you smell? What can you taste? So what can you see? Perhaps you can see things in your room. Perhaps you can look out of a window. Perhaps you can see the skyline. Notice the colours, the vibrancies. 
What can you hear? Perhaps, obviously, you're hearing my voice right now, but perhaps you can hear other things over me. Perhaps there's a clock ticking. Perhaps there's a siren in the background. What can you feel? How do the clothes you're wearing, how do they feel against your skin right now? If you were to touch your leg, how does the material on your leg feel? Or perhaps you can feel skin. How does your skin feel right now? If you're inside, what is the the temperature of the air? Maybe there's an air conditioner blowing or the central heating or a fire going. If you're outside, perhaps you can feel the breeze on your skin or the radiance of the sun. What can you smell? Perhaps your own deodorant or perfume. Perhaps someone has walked past you and their lingering perfume is in the air. Perhaps there is something cooking or baking in the kitchen and that's wafting through. Maybe you're walking through the the city or the town and you can just smell people and city smells. (laughs) What can you taste? What have you just had to eat or drink? Does your tongue taste of anything right now? When we focus on our senses, it steps us out of thinking about the past or dreaming about the future. And it puts you right here in your body being present. And when you can do this regularly throughout the day, just as a mini check-in with yourself, a mini sacred pause in your day, when you can come back to your own centre, present and aware of your own fullness, it's like taking a huge sigh. It resets your system as you become present. There's a reason why If somebody is having a panic attack, one piece of advice is to name five things that you can see around you, three things that you can touch and two things that you can hear. It brings you back into your body and into the present moment. So here's a morning routine for you to try. I mean, in fact, you can try any time of the day as it's just about bringing your conscious attention to your senses. But a morning's a good time to start a routine. So in the morning when you wake up, before checking your phone... (laughs) Stretch your arms above your head and feel your body stretch and move. Notice how it feels. Place your hands over your heart. Close your eyes and take a deep breath in and exhale fully. Notice the quality of your breath. How deep can you inhale? And what's the sound and the force of the exhale? Then open your curtains and notice what you can see. Notice the colours or any changes that have occurred overnight. What's the sky like? Can you see any birds, animals or people around? Next, open the windows and feel the air on your skin. Is it warm or cold? Perhaps it's a crisp morning or the sun is starting to warm uh, warm your skin. Or perhaps the wind and the rain are whipping around you. Next, light some incense or do something that activates your sense of smell and really enjoy the aroma of what you're inhaling. It could be coffee, perfume, essential oils. Put on your favourite music and enjoy it or just sit quietly and notice what you can hear. Perhaps it's something in your home or something off in the distance. Using your senses intentionally this way requires that you become present. And just like any skill, the more we practice becoming present, the easier it becomes. And just as we've just as we've explored, the more you can become present, the more you can become aware of your own needs and what you want. The more you become present, you start to notice how the people, events, habits actually impact you. You start to notice what fills you up and what drains you. You'll recognise when you can do more and when you want to stop. Being present puts you back in the driver's seat of life. 
instead of being at the mercy of being bombarded by the judgments, wants and expectations of those around you. So just notice, how connected do you feel to your senses today? So don't forget to come over and let us know how you found this exercise over in our community. The link will be in the show notes. And I'll see you tomorrow for day five, where I'll walk you through a practice that will ground you in your energy and bring you back to your your own centre. It's particularly good if you ever find yourself impacted by the opinions and moods of those around you. But in the meantime, keep noticing your senses.